What's up, loggers, and welcome to LOG Legacy of Game Podcast. Today on the podcast, we're missing the beautiful Burns. He's out with his family camping, so the three of us, Justin, Tony, and myself, thought it would be cool to bring you guys what we think is the best movie-based games that have been made, the ones actually worth playing, and if you haven't played, you should go check them out. At the end of the episode, we're going to reveal what we think is the best movie-based game that we have experienced, so without further ado, let's get into it. Movie-based games. Well, I can talk about a few. Oh, man. Now, keep in mind, there are a lot of horrible ones out there, and we're going to leave those where they should be, uh, dead, uh, not talked about. So we're only going to talk about the ones (laughs) that are worth mentioning. Uh, And uh, let's go ahead and start off with one that we all enjoyed, uh, Wolverine Origins. Oh, yes. Yes. I like that one. Fun game, man. You wouldn't yeah. think so, but... Well, yeah, honestly... You go ahead, Tony. Oh, man. I love you. Honestly, <laughs> that game was like watching God of War over again, but with Wolverine in it. And it was just beautiful to see that happen because, honestly, there wasn't a Wolverine game that was worth playing in a while since the five scroll so to see him actually in a open type deal and being able to slash and gut and cut people up and yeah people had their opinions about it but i thought it was pretty good i thought it was awesome man you got to activate it it brought out like the animalistic side of wolverine in that game you had like your senses where you could smell and track things and it yeah. it followed the movie but it also uh, kind of had its own original things inside the game, you know, outside mm-hmm. of the movie uh, realm that was really fun. And you had all these different abilities and combos if you like the slashing games. Um, and it was just, it was an all-around play playthrough. Like, it was, it was just fun to dismember people as Wolverine and be a beast. It was incredible, man. Just incredible. Absolutely. Just, just to feel like him. Feel like Wolverine. Yeah, I'm, uh, like, um... As you two guys know, I'm, uh, I'm really big into comic books myself, and uh, it's really hard to make anything along that medium, as far as superheroes goes, that really pleases me. Like, I hated the movie that this was based on, but dear God that I have so much fun playing this game. Um, just in the fact that you, know, you could level up Wolverine's different powers is with the uh, mutagens and stuff you'd acquire, and you could actually use a sense of smell to track people down and stuff like that. I thought that was really fun. And, uh... Like, even though it kind of broke the uh, tone and the overall appearance of the game, the moment I got that old yellow and blue suit, I never took it off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
I forgot that about you it. could even unlock that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's just something about that original. It's beautiful. You couldn't beat it. I mean, honestly, you just couldn't beat it. Even, and you actually, yeah. it was challenging. Like, there were levels oh, yeah. that... It wasn't just like a, you're going to run through and beat everything on your first try. There were some mm. of those levels that were a pain in the dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was not easy to do. Mm-mm. But yeah, when you... A, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no man. After you. I have stuck my foot in my mouth. Go ahead. Age before beauty. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess that means I'll go first. Um, uh, but, um, uh, like, 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 I think like the only drawback is, like, there were enemy types that they would throw into the game that kind of, like, broke the fast-paced action of it. Like, uh, you had, like, a really good pace and a really good Wolverine feel to it, but there were a few levels in which they threw enemies at you that just completely broke the free-flow pacing of the game. And other than that, like, I'd say it was solid, just that one gripe that I had. But that, other than that, it was a really solid game. I agree, bro. I totally agree with you on that. Because, like, the game itself did play out pretty well. Um, it Now, I will say I did have one gripe with it. It was uh, a little repetitive. Like, But, I mean, that's with all uh, hack through slash games. You At some point, it becomes repetitive. It's the same thing over and over again. Hack away, hack away, hack away, hack away. Uh, button smash, button smash scene uh, cinematic scene that's it but your Wolverine smashing things smashing things no no smashing things. <laughs> and, that, and, that's, and that's the fun part though but that's the fun part <laughs> and that's why I like it <laughs> alright alright well, so if you guys I... never up to you ahead man go, go ahead go ahead okay um like uh I think it's a good thing to note that Wolverine does have a pretty good track history with his video games. He's one of the very few superheroes that makes good games. Like, uh, you know, he was great in the X Mutant Apocalypse games and various other games. But uh, he had another movie-based game called X Two that was based on the second X movie, which was a garbage heap of a movie. But the game for it, despite its flaws, was still a pretty solid game. Uh, I'm sure you guys remember it. I was like on the PS Two, and um, uh. Yeah, like the the multiple execution kills and stuff like that you could do in it that was really fun, but this game was still far superior to it. I don't I'm think a, I ever actually played that other one. I'm going to tell you all right now, there's one game that we probably did not get to. It, it, well, you know what? I'll, I'll just save that game for another day. I'll save that game. For <laughs> well, give us a Stay teaser. Tuned. What game are you talking about? What game Stay talking tuned. About? I'll, I'll put it this way. It's the only game where Spider-Man actually curse in it. Huh. I'll leave it at that. We'll, 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 we'll bring up a segment later on and uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, well, if you haven't played Wolverine Origins, definitely give it a shot. Uh, try it out if you're a big fan of X-Men, if you're a big fan of Wolverine. It's a great game. It's fun to play through, and you won't be bored, and you won't regret it. Um, moving on to another game here, um, and I believe Tony and Justin are going to be more expert on it than I, because I don't remember playing it too much, but the Terminator 2 arcade game. Oh. 
Oh yeah, man. Uh, Tony, you want to start this one off? Uh, the bulky gun that you had to hold. Sure. <laughs> Wait, you say that was a bad thing? I thought I thought, I thought it kind of added to the feel of the arcade myself. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it. I mean, you've seen the movie before. Everybody's seen the movie. Those Terminators have those big ass bulky guns, and you think, oh man, this is going to be. You know, a machine gun. No, it's a machine gun, a rocket launcher, flamethrower, <laughs> a shotgun, <laughs> grenade launcher. It's, it's everything you need for that gun to be. Yep, and it's always. You go ahead. Oh no. Okay, and it, and it just add it just added to the feel of you playing as if you were in the movie, and it was just great. It was you lose so many quarters playing that game. So many quarters. <laughs> Absolutely, especially if you're playing with a friend, and it was uh, really fun to elbow and punch each other whenever your buddy got the power up you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but um, a funny, a fun note about that game. Uh, something just—it's—it's it's not really about the game itself, but it's kind of related. Um, so everybody knows Terminator 2, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's really—he he made a lot of money himself off of that game. And then in his political career, he proceeded to try to make it illegal for kids to play T-rated games. Not M, T. <laughs> like, Jesus. wow, fucking hypocritical bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can only play E for everyone. E for everyone. Let's, let's be honest for a second, though. Let's be honest. Video game ratings don't mean dick. Because the parents don't they pay don't. a fuck a lick of attention and... It, you're just going to buy your kid whatever game they want. You don't look at it. You don't pay attention. Uh, granted, there's probably like one or two parents out of fucking 50 that actually look at this and, and care. But it's just a video game. Like, the kids are going to get their hands on whatever they want, and then they can purchase it digitally anyway. So who are you stopping? Like, <laughs> it's really, it doesn't matter. It, it, the, but the that's rating. a tangent, I guess, for another time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was about to say, oh, yeah. we, we don't need to talk about that right now. We leave that for the bloggers later. We... We'll discuss that another day, because I got some good, juicy info on that as well, and why they do that. <laughs> and I'm All dead right. now, so that works. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's keep things rolling, baby. Um, next game we have here is Return of the King. Return oh, of the King. My Justin, God. that is all you right there, buddy. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, I played this game with you. Oh, yeah, you did, baby. Um... Dear God, man. Um, like first of all, like uh, like, like I love Tolkien. Um, I, I I I love all of his books. They're all great. But dear God, this game just perfectly, perfectly captured the feel of actually being in on the freaking battlefield in that kind of world. Like everything, like down to the backgrounds. Like 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 the backgrounds of the game with the hordes and hordes of enemies just flooding in. You. The game was fucking felt- hard. Oh man, it was so much fun. <laughs> and like the two towers is great, but dear God, this is what you played as Gandalf. And dear man, just playing as Gandalf is blasting everybody with giant fireballs. Oh man, it was so good. And just the feeling of being able to tap that square button and deflect arrows with your sword or your axe or whatever it was you had, man, just made you feel like the ultimate Tolkien badass. It really did. I was never a big fan of Lord of the Rings unlike everybody else of my time loving these freaking three hour movies and I just never got into it never got into it and I started playing that game with I believe you and our buddy Cortland and uh, that game 
by itself got me interested in Lord of the Rings and the Lord of the Rings world uh, initially because I was not interested at all until I played that game. And then that's when I started learning shit about it and actually enjoying uh, that whole realm. So that game, that game was awesome, man. That game was fun. <laughs> yeah, um, like, man, uh, I, I had so many hours of fun playing this game, such as, uh, I, I, I did the most ridiculous stuff with this game. Like, uh, I used to have this big stereo in my room when I was a teenager, and that game had, like, the survival mode on it where, you know, you went up the towers and stuff like that, and, like, you had to just face up, like, an endless horde of enemies, and I would just go into that game mode and just have the heaviest heavy metal blaring in my face the whole time I was playing, and I just, <laughs> man, I, I, I was a Dungeons and Dragons cliche. You have no idea. And, <laughs> hey, you know, that game and then many games like it I see that like the Diablo-esque type games tend to be really popular and really successful. Like, I don't know what it is about that type of level up hack and slash gameplay, but if you capture it right and it's hard to do it wrong, it's always just a fun ass time. It's a it's it's that whole dungeon slashing. Everybody loves a dungeon slash. Everybody. And everybody at some point, whether they were a child, whenever they did it or not, everybody has always fantasized about being that medieval knight at some point. Yep. True. Or that wizard with that endless power. Yep. It's a dream. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, every aspect of that game was fun. Even whenever you were forced to play as a hobbit, and uh, you were kind of powerless against your enemies. The game even kind of made that feel fun and exciting, even though the, the pace had slowed down. It was it was a really, really well-done game. The final boss fight with Gollum was kind of lame, but, I mean, it was they, they had to do it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, I suppose so. Not really a way to make a fight with Gollum exciting. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta do something to make it exciting, you know. <laughs> He's a little midget that everybody hates. You can't really. Faggot, uh, <laughs> get out of here! I'm gonna fight you. Like you've been you fighting enemies that are way cooler and way harder the whole game, and then you have to fight God. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the side piece. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're a fan of those types of games, and if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, um, mm -hmm. definitely. Check that out if you're looking for a new old school game to play. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Do yourself a favor. Go out, pick up a copy of the Silmarillion, and read that shit. It's amazing. Yes, yes. True, true. Now, the next game on our list is near and dear to probably everybody's heart. And I don't think that I know any gamer that has not played this game. As a matter of fact, if you haven't played this game, like, turn our fucking podcast off. What are you even doing here? <laughs> We're talking about. Goldeneye, baby. Bum, bum, Nintendo bum, bum. 64, James Bond, Go Goldeneye. Street. Everybody got down on some Goldeneye. You know damn well that's like the N64 end-all be-all. Well, there's another game called Perfect Dark that we'll get into another time. <laughs> but Goldeneye was like on point legit far as nah. a movie-based game, dude. It, it, it was such... It was such a good game that, like, when people bring up Goldeneye, they're not talking about the movie anymore. They're not, no, no, they're not talking about that damn game. <laughs> it overshadowed the game that the movie it was based on. That's how freaking solid it was. 
but there was you know, so much shit you could do. I mean, the massive arsenal you could obtain. Paintball mode, big hand mode, uh, and of course we're talking about multiplayer here. Everybody, he, go, the game was fun. The story was fun. It was awesome. It's good gameplay, and you got what you would expect. You know, you played along the Golden Eye story, but multiplayer is what everybody remembers about this game. And there was so many aspects that were crazy. I don't care what Nick says; he wasn't as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> well come on now we all know that he's disillusioned it's okay hey nick what's up if you're listening uh I'm we love you buddy uh, anyway <laughs> uh, also with goldeneye now i don't remember i might be confusing this with perfect dark which is based off goldeneye and made by i think roughly the same people um Rare. did goldeneye allow you to have bots in your multiplayer matches no okay so that was that was just perfect dark only then okay okay Yep, and uh, it's rare that made that. I'm uh, a mighty company that has fallen quite hard over the last few decades, but dear God, Be that was hard in prime. Hey, 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 rare, rare is back. Rare is back. Rare made Sea of Thieves, and I'm here to tell you it's a great game. Um, and here's what's great about it, and here's why I give them major props, because in a world today where everybody charges for everything... Every content update that has been released for that game has been completely free to the community because Rare is old school and Rare knows what they're doing, and I love it. Well, then why do I have I'm to buy looking. every single character for Killer Instinct? Uh, perfect, perfect. Look, man, man hey, nobody hey, likes Killer no, Instinct. They got to no, make no. in that game somehow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I loved it back in the day. I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Nice. Like Super Nintendo era, it was it was one of the best fighters on that console. I don't, I don't know about all yeah. that. I just know that they did a real good job of on uh, Sea of Thieves, and I continue to enjoy it. But that's a tangent and a conversation for another time as well. So I was gonna say, prove you wrong. There's there's plenty of other games. <laughs> there's plenty of other games that's just like that that uh, allow for free content download. But um, again, that's another game for another day. Let's get back to the subject. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. You're the right. level design in GoldenEye was was fantastic also. The multiplayer levels were unmatched. And they were even featured in future games. Uh, Perfect Dark had throwbacks to GoldenEye. Uh, there's still mm-hmm. people that make user-made maps of GoldenEye out on new games. and It's, it's just cr- crazy. It's fun. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You can put GoldenEye in right now, and I'll fucking I'll grab a controller in a heartbeat. You know what's crazy about GoldenEye? GoldenEye is the only game, the only game, to play strictly by the movie it was made after. Like, literally. Scene for scene. Spot for spot. That's, that's true. Every level was, like, straight out the movie. Yeah. And it was incredible because it was like playing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and your little shitty uh, N64 graphic cinematics. <laughs> hey, hey, that was top line back then. That was top line. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Getting a 3D model character was like the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and they did make... Uh, other uh james bond games based off of like every other movie that came out they just kind of fell off as it as it went along they just couldn't keep up with 
I don't know the Call industry of duty. or, or, the, or <laughs> well, uh, there's that too. But. I'm about to say something that uh, most people probably, well, most gamers would probably just look at me like I was crazy, but um, I was actually not much of a GoldenEye person. I played it, I liked it, I can appreciate what it did and what it was, but I was always more of a Turok guy in the N64 days. That was oh, my jam. Oh, God. Fuck you and fuck that game. Yeah, what? I hated it. <laughs> playing you and Turok was like playing me in Perfect Dark. There was no fucking point. You were so damn good. It was ridiculous, and it ruined that game for me. By the way, they did just re-release the remastered versions of Turok and Turok 2 Seeds of Evil uh, for download on Xbox, and they look fantastic. Two of my favorite games of all time. So, I'm sure you'll want to get that when you finally get a damn console again, you bastard. Very soon. <laughs> but, uh, alright, enough sitting around on GoldenEye. Let's move on down this list here. Uh... Toy Story. I mean, did either of you guys play that on Sega? I don't remember. To I be honest. beat it. A lot of our listeners are probably going, what the fuck? That's a change of pace. But yep, Toy yeah. Story. It's a movie-based game, and we are covering movie-based games, folks. Just hang with us. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, uh... I don't know. Like, like, anyway, Tony, if you got something, you beat the game, you go first. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I... Don't know how you guys feel about Toy Story's story, but it is by far one of the greatest told stories in animation. And to have all that wrapped up in a game as well, as far as the iconic characters and all that great stuff, it was it was it was enjoyable. It was fun. It was a game that you could you know pick up, play for a few minutes, and. You you know probably end up losing or dying, start all over from the beginning, but you had fun. So I beat it. I don't know how many other people beat it, but I beat it, and I'm happy about I it. I love Toy Story, man. I saw Toy Story three in theaters. I got it made me cry, dude. I, t- I teared up. Not gonna lie, I'm a grown ass man. Toy Story three got got some, got some water up there. <laughs> I have been on this long journey with them. <laughs> But it was a fun-ass game. Any of you retro gamers that yeah. still have Sega or Xbox, oh, yeah, uh, it's definitely worth picking I s- up. I said the only disappointing thing about uh, the Toy Story game on Sega was you couldn't play as Buzz Lightyear. You had to play as Woody. But <laughs> oh, don't it, it was Woody. still great. Like, dear, it was a hard game. It was challenging. But, like, dear God, like, if you go back and you play that game on the Sega now, you would not believe how good that game looks for a Sega game. Just the graphics on it were, in- were intensely amazing for that era. And, um... <laughs> Like, it, it was fun. The levels were really fun and challenging, especially the levels where you get to play as RC and, like, race around and try to get through the levels mm-hmm. as fast as you could before your batteries ran out. Oh, mm-hmm. man, that whole game was so fun. It was just such a great game. You know, once you beat the game, you can play as Buzz right here. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> you missed you're, out, bitch. You're welcome. Thanks. Now I have to get a new Sega, too. (laughs) Well, uh, the next wonderful game we have listed here is also a Disney-oriented Aladdin. Sega, specifically. Sega. Sega. The Super Nintendo version was terrible. Oh, yeah, it was garbage. 
But, uh, but Sega, Sega. Yeah, but you could fly around on the magic carpet, wielding that sword, just taking stuff out. It was fast-paced and silly and fun and just chaotic as you would expect a Disney movie to be. It was, it was great. Yeah, I cannot lie. Yeah, but there, there was no way you could have possibly made a game that much, uh, like that true, to a Disney movie as that game had been, like a. A simple God, platform. That, that, game. that was horrible English. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, no, but, you good. It was it was a simple, it was a very simple platform game that was put together very well, with lovable characters from the movie that we love, and a good fast-paced motion of uh, puzzle solving and uh, uh, yeah. getting to certain points. So I mean, it was it was just all around fun game by itself. Yeah. And like to, to put like in perspective, how much how much thought went into making that game? It was a, uh, it was like a two D, Prince of Persia. It, it yeah. was Prince of Persia before there was Prince of Persia. That's how good the platforming was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just no, seriously. Jumping yeah. and swinging and everything. It was great. It it just fit so fluidly and and just motioned well. When you jump, everything jumped together. You gotta be careful of the snakes though. You know, um, oh, I can't believe we didn't put the Lion King game on here for seven. Damn it! You I just took just it out of my mouth. I was about to interrupt and say before we move on to the next game on our list. Lion while King. we are on Disney, um, I can't believe we missed this one. But the Lion King game was probably the most fucking torturous, hard fucking Disney game in the face of the earth. It was so hard. It was but- so hard. And you got those little shit ass checkpoints you had to reach, and you were just Simba. And but it was fun, dude. It was a fun ass game. It was really cool. Um, I, I don't know how we missed that when we were talking about what to discuss here. But we, we Lion didn't King miss is it. definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. once you finally made it to being grown up Simba. Dear God, that game got awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. how you thought of that. <laughs> I've been sitting here waiting for you to get done talking about Aladdin so I can bring that up, and then you stole my thunder, and I'm really upset about it. Just cut me out. <laughs> just, 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 just cut me out. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got uh, that's an honorable mention for, uh, for Lion King there. Uh, next on our list, if we're moving down here, uh, we're at eight, and just to give you kind of a, a status here, listeners, if you're wondering how long this is going to go on for, we have 20 games to discuss. We're on game eight right now, and that's going to be Rogue Squadron, based off Woo-hoo. of Star Wars. Man, oh man, props to this game for being the first flight game I was able to enjoy since Star Fox. <laughs> oh man, it was so good. That just, just, just that first level where you're, where you're taking down the Death Star. Oh my. God, everything was so good. Sorry, you guys going ahead. <laughs> I remember Rogue Squadron because it was one game on the long list of games that Nicholas would always use his Game Shark for and rape your face and put in stupid cheats and <laughs> ruin the game for you. <laughs> <laughs> But it was really fun, like flying, <laughs> flying around and and being able to pilot the different damn crafts from the movie and the I don't even remember the names of them, which makes me feel like a failure as a Star Wars fan. But um, it, it it was just fun. It was a really fun game. 
Oh yeah, man, you got all kinds of things. Like you had the A wings, you had the Y wings, you had the B wings. Like, any well, I can't remember the ones. The ones you fly from from Coruscant, the yellow ones. Uh, oh yeah, the, the, I don't remember what what they're called. The, the, those are the uh, the Naboo starfighters. I can't remember the names for them either. But yeah, they're the. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But those are really fun to fly. Also, there was a level I remember flying that one. I don't remember everything, but it's been so long since you know played this damn game. But um, it was definitely worthwhile. Absolutely, Tony. Tony I take it you didn't really play that game. Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I played it. I just sucked at it, and I didn't pick it up again. What is wrong with you? I'm terrible oh, at flight simulators. <laughs> it's far from a simulator. <laughs> oh yeah, far from it. But uh, no, I'm uh, I, I'm with you, Tony. Like I said, it was the first one I was able to enjoy since Star Fox. I like Star Fox. Oh yeah. But see, that my problem is my problem is if I can't kill you on a straight kill, and I'm about to die. I'm going to ram my ship into you. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those assholes. Yeah, I'm that person. <laughs> You're that fucker. I'm on freaking battlefield and I'm flying, raping, and all of a sudden it's like, you got jet rammed. Like, son of a bitch. Wait, That's nah, you. Wait you nah. son of a bitch. No, no, no. <laughs> See, I'm in, yeah, we... I'm in the gunner seat on yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we got rid of those guys back in World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, continuing with Star Wars here, we got the uh, Episode Three Star Wars game. Oh <laughs> yes, man. Um, th- there isn't much to be said about uh, the bulk of this game other than you playing through the different scenes of the movie, um, which most of the levels weren't that great. But dear God, the lightsaber on lightsaber combat in this game was so fun. Uh, like, uh, like, like uh, once you played the whole story and you unlocked all the characters, and you could just go to lightsaber dueling with your friends, it was so fun. But like, they, they took so much care in creating it, and that you had your standard, you know, X combo, Y combo, all this other stuff. But um, yeah, they also took the care and like whenever you uh, would hold the block button down and your enemy went to swing it on you, uh, like your lightsaber would actually move to meet theirs. You know, they did to give it more of a cinematic feel like in the movie, so that way you just weren't generically blocking while somebody swung on you. It actually looked like a lightsaber duel, and we, I mean, we 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 loved that. We played that game to hell we, and back. Yeah, dude. Um, that uh, it's it's crazy that no other Star Wars game has made any type of you know it's it's Jedi and lightsabers, and so you would think there would be fighting games or a Star Wars fighting game or a Star Wars, oh. you know, whatever. And there hasn't been, and that game had that dual mode, and they even had force powers. You could use your four, you could lift objects up and throw them at your opponent, and then you yeah. could, as the opponent, catch it in midair if you were quick enough and throw it back. And it was, it was so epic. I feel like it was before its time. It had a lot of cool mechanics, and it was fun as shit to play against each other and be able to actually duel in a Star Wars game, which happens, wait, never. Um, that's the only game I remember, and that's why it sticks out in my mind to this day as one of my favorite games. Every time I think of Star Wars, I'm like, man, 
I wish there was a game like that one where we could duel. That was really fun. They haven't made another one. Like, if they did that today, it would be awesome. Think of the graphics and being able to duel in a in levels like that where you could run around freely and just whoop each other's ass. Oh, yeah, man. Um, uh, there was a couple of games you could duel in. Uh, Jedi Academy and everything in that series was pretty fun for dueling, but didn't quite have that same feel to it. And um, But, the, like, was on, a, on a note where you were talking about Star Wars fighting games, they made one. It was called Masters of Tiras Kasi, and it was absolutely awful. It, it, it was like the it was like PS One era, and that game was just it played like dog doo doo. It was so bad. <laughs> I didn't even know about it, dude. I I never even heard of it till you just mentioned it. Well, just count yourself lucky because it was bad. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. And there were really cool aspects of uh, that game as well that. You know, aside from the dueling, when you're playing through the story, yeah, it was a movie-based game, but it also had, kind of like Wolverine Origins, its own little branches or its own unique aspects and story lines of the game that weren't particularly in the movie. It didn't follow the movie 100% exactly and stick to that. It was based on the movie, but it had really cool, you know, other aspects in it that were awesome to experience um, and different characters that weren't in the movie as well. Oh yeah, and um, that was another big plus. Um, was it was a movie-based game where the characters in the game were actually voice acted by the actors from the movie. Like Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor actually voice acted that game. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And you had there was boss battles. It was actual boss battles. You had you know you had your levels, and then you got to like the Jedi duel, and it was kind of like the multiplayer duel, but you were dueling the computer, and it was a boss battle, and yep. it was awesome. Some of them were really hard. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and um. Uh, another note on it, like it's it's very small and, si- and insignificant as far as the game goes. But dear God, like it, it actually gave us a scene where we got to watch Anakin kill that annoying ass librarian from the movies. <laughs> <laughs> little Miss, Little Miss, if it's not in the Jedi archives, it simply doesn't exist. Bam, you're dead, <laughs> mouthy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, but you would remember some shit like that. I hated her in the movies, and dear, just, just watching Anakin cut her down, I was like, thank God somebody took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that won't piss anybody off. Uh, on to our next game. <laughs> Staying in the Star Wars realm. Uh, this one's going to be also loosely based off of uh, episode one, I believe, is Jedi Power Battles for PlayStation and that game was so awesome. It was addicting. Oh, yeah. You could choose. It was one of the only games I remember and the first game I remember where you could be Plo Koon. Yep. Uh, you could be Mace Windu. Uh, yep. Just so many things. Um, poor Tony over here has never had the fortune of playing uh, Jedi Power Battles. You what? missed out, man. That is true. I have not. You missed out. Dude, I'll tell you, like, like I remember you and me played it a lot together, Parnes. Um, and I remember you were always Mace Windu with this purple lightsaber, and I was always Plo Koon with that orange lightsaber. And I just thought that was so cool that had such a weird off-color like that. It actually made me go and look up and learn about Plo Koon. The game made me go learn about a character. And, uh, <laughs> and, and whenever you can finally see Plo Koon draw a lightsaber in the movies, and it was blue, boy was I mad. I was like, no! No, it's orange. The game told me it was orange. 
<laughs> yeah, man. And speaking of us playing as uh, with each other, that game was also couch co-op multiplayer. And it's on my list, personally, of one of the greatest couch co-op games, which we will have an episode on um, here in yeah. the future where we talk about our favorite couch co-op games. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you could play together, and you were both on the same screen, and it was kind of a hack and slash you had the droids and stuff, and you had different powers you could do. Mace Window had this cool-ass thing where you could, like, just control his lightsaber with the Force, and it went slashing all over the place, and it was it was just fun, man. And you had uh, re- rewards based on points after the uh, levels that you yep. got, and I am burping. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, and it was uh, it was, it was really fun. It was awesome. Oh yeah, and the uh, the lightsaber power ups you can get that will actually make your lightsaber have all sorts of crazy appearances to it. That was really fun. Like yeah, yeah. Like, yep. like yeah, one that would make your lightsaber look like it had like these surges of energy going through it, or like make it longer. All sorts of cool stuff. Sadly, I don't actually remember ever beating that game. I remember specifically the Naboo level where you're running through the forest chopping up robots oh, for yeah. some reason. But I, I can't remember beating it specifically. I don't know. I remember Cortland playing with us, uh, a good friend of ours, and <laughs> they guy. did this thing with the Game Shark where they did it to where at the end of the level you got like a ridiculous amount of XP and uh, points and stuff. But it gave them so many points that they literally left this on counting up when they went to bed and when they woke up it was still counting up they had to just turn the game off it was like infinite points and it fucked them and I was like yeah that's what you get (laughs) I did beat the game on my own time but I pulled a Nick Chapman and used a game shark to beat it so there is that and that just goes to tell you how hard it is like it was not an easy game it was very challenging it really was (laughs) But uh, definitely, if I ever had access to PlayStation games, Jedi Power Battles would be one of the number ones on my list to get. Yes, yes. I second that. And uh, uh, the nature of that, um, I remember, uh, speaking of Jedi Power Battles, just tie it back to a certain memory, I remember you had this thing called a Game Hunter, and you would actually copy <laughs> that game. Hey, 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 uh, uh, I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I bought all my games legally through the store and did thing. It's, the, stuff. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. They, they, they don't sell that game anymore. They're not worried about profits off of it anymore. You can say you took it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Well, what, in all honesty, I did support my local video store. Uh, so there's this game thing called Game Hunter for PlayStation you could get. And it was like this thing you plug in the back with a spring. A lot of you might remember what I'm talking about. A lot of you might have had it. Um, and essentially, you could go rent any game you wanted from the store, put it in your computer, and burn it to another CD. And this Game Hunter would then let you play any game you had on just a regular CD. And I had the most extensive collection of PlayStation games you've ever seen because I would just rent copy rent copy rent copy and uh it was it was a blast it was a great way to get around of course today you could never even begin to do that but uh, hence why Barnes's house was the place to be during the summer (laughs) yeah uh I think my dad literally fucking hated that He was always a bunch of kids in his house. <laughs> Moving on, though, uh, getting out of the realm of Star Wars here, 
Um, game 10 of our 20 is Jurassic Park Rampage Edition. Tony, you've been quiet for a minute. Why don't you take this one away? I can't go. Why? Because. I've never played this one either. No, I played <laughs> this one, but. Oh, okay. I, the only thing about this one is. Um, it's been so long for me since I played it. I didn't play this one, so I'm honestly out uh, as far as... So I guess take it away there, buddy. Okay, then. Um, well, this is one of the games that I owned on Sega Genesis. Oh, man, it was it was so fun. It was one of my favorite games just popping in and play when I was a kid. Because um, you could uh, start out and you had to choose between whether you wanted to play as Dr. Grant or a Velociraptor, and naturally... You went with the Velociraptor. Um, unfortunately, the Raptors' levels weren't nearly as long, but they were really fun. You, you could beat the uh, Velociraptor storyline in no time at all. But um, you hopped over to Dr. Grant's side. You had a whole plethora of different weapons you could choose from. And there were uh, the levels were really varied in what you had to do to accomplish them, such as there was one level you were uh, riding on the back of a Gallimimus and like, having this like racing thing almost. And it, it was just it was so fun. It, it, it really felt like you were just getting plopped down in the middle of that island and you just had to survive your way to the end. It was really fun. And when that T-Rex would just pop out of nowhere biting at you, oh, man, it made me... It, like. That was the first time a game ever scared me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. I, like we can continue on since but nobody else has played this one, so we can we can just press on. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I, it's been a while since I played that one. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's move on to this one's really fun. I know if we haven't played it, we've at least seen it. Alien Isolation. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw that one. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, well, parts, take it away, man, by all means. Yeah, bro. Uh, I haven't played this one personally, but what? I had a roommate I had a roommate that had it and played through and man. <laughs> it was it if I mean, Justin, you know me and you know me and horror games and to me this game is a horror game and I just, I can't oh, it do is. it. I can't play <laughs> and for all you listeners out there, I'm a bitch and I can admit that and I don't play horror games by myself. I can't fucking do it. I have an active imagination. That shit will come back on me later when I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> like, games there, I'd throw my damn controller. Uh, <laughs> like, but watching him play it, I jumped a few times even, even, even then. But that game is intense, man. Like, you never know when it's not like all up in your face like oh the alien and you're trying to survive it's uh yeah you're on the ship and every once in a while he just might jump down and rape your fucking face you don't know literally it's how <laughs> they operate uh, it's crazy it's like oh you've been making a lot of noise yeah well good luck buddy <laughs> for that face. and it had those weird strange fucking robot dudes that were just creepy as shit man oh, yeah, like the that's they were not cool at all and they would it had this thing because it's first person so you're walking through this hall and all of a sudden one will grab you and it spins your camera and that like nah not for me not for me I uh I, I love survival horror games. It's one of my favorite genres of game. Like horror is my favorite overall arcing genre throughout everything from movies to comics to video games. It's the one thing I love no matter what the medium is. So I I, I got pretty into this game. Um, 
Yeah, um, th- 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 there's very few actual survival horrors out nowadays, and uh, like, uh, like for the most part, I feel like the gaming industry has kind of like lost what um what makes a horror game a horror game, and that they try to make you too much of a badass, and it's kind of hard to be afraid of what might be hunting you if you know you can just turn around and kick the shit out of it. And this game was actually one that made you feel vulnerable and succeeded in that, which really held true to the actual movie itself because I mean there wasn't really much more of a vulnerable protagonist than Ripley, and just. Yeah, like this isn't the fact that the alien was unstoppable and you couldn't kill the damn thing, and, and you were just forced to run and hide if it showed up. I, uh, yeah, it was. It, it really was an actual horror game. It wasn't just something with scary imagery. It was a game that was out there to mess with your mind, and I loved it. It was there to <laughs> fuck with you. There you go. So if you like getting the shit scared out of you, go ahead and grab uh, Alien Isolation. And give it a try. Not to mention uh, one of the very few good games based on Alien. There's a lot, and it's one of the few good yeah, ones. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's skip on down. Speaking of horror here, this one is moderately recent and has had a lot of issues with uh, different things and lawsuits and things like that. But Friday the 13th uh, <laughs> um, on Xbox, the newest one. It, I think it, it's on PlayStation also, isn't it? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I bought this game on a whim after watching some videos on it and laughing. And uh, I had a buddy named Price, a uh, black friend of mine when I was in the Navy uh, who was chilling with me. He refused to play this game. He watched me play it. He would not pick up that controller. Like, this is the most terrifying fucking experience in multiplayer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> because it immerses you into the world and the whole time. So you, you have... I don't know how many people in a game, but it randomly selects somebody to pick to be Jason, and you're 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 never Jason. I mean, every once in a while, but you know how those games. Not all so nine times out of ten, you're a counselor, and they all have different uh, stats. And one of those stats is uh, composure, which is how easily they get frightened as shit and no longer can function. And like you'll be minding your own business and. Uh, just to warn you, because uh, I didn't know this, but like when Jason shows up around you, it does like this weird static thing on your screen. Had no fucking idea that this happened. So I'm just chilling. I'm in his house, and you know the whole time it's playing the music and all that stuff <laughs> in the background, and you're terrified, and you're all constantly looking around. Man, when you turn around, and, like all of a sudden he's just there. You're like, ah! <laughs> and your screen goes to the static and it like fucks up for a minute and your your person is screaming and they can't even run because they're stumbling over themselves because they're terrified and like he's chasing you and he can teleport and <laughs> he can do crazy shit pick you up and just like slice you it's it's horrifying man it's it's intense you never know where he is it's it's really fun and then when you're jason of course it's super fun to murder people but uh the voice chat and that is really cool as well because it's uh, proximity. So if Jason's near you, you can hear him, he can hear you type of deal. Unless people are lame and they're in a party. But uh, So there's a lot of Jasons <laughs> out there that talk shit while they're trying to kill you and stuff. It's, it's just, it's all around fun. Um, I hope that it doesn't get, you know, too, too many issues or canned or axed or whatever legal stuff they're going through. And I'm not up to date on it. Um, 
but it's it's a good game and I give props to them for bringing a true uh, horror and and Jason feel to Friday the 13th because we, we we've never seen anything like that before and they did a really fantastic job and uh, as I said before, um, I love horror, but sadly I have not gotten to play this one. I've watched a ton of videos on it. I'm dying to play it. I, I just don't currently have the means right now. Um, I'm currently living in a house where the internet connection speed is 3 MBS, so any kind of online gaming is moot currently. <laughs> but um, You need to fix that shit ASAP. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And believe me, I'm dying to. Um, I'm looking to buy a house in October, which is a perfect month for horror stuff, so... Um, Hopefully, whenever October gets here, I'll be living in a house where I have access to better internet providers. I tell you, man, I have it. Um, and if you get your Xbox and shit, I would love to play. I like see the the thing about that game is I don't want to play with random. I want to play in a game where I'm just it's just me and my friends, and I'm killing my friends, or my friends are killing me. You know, and it's hard to do in that game because I think you have a minimum uh, number of people you have to have. And uh, not all of my friends even begin to have that game, so it's it's rough, but um, it is fun. There's a little bit of uh, network issues, server issues, I think, with connecting the games, but once you get in one, uh, it's a blast, and you really should check it out. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. I'm dying to, believe me. <laughs> oh, what's next on our list here? Fucking Ghostbusters. Oh, man. Okay. I remember when this one came out, Tony was working at GameStop, and uh, for those of you that don't know, these motherfuckers get to bring games home the night before they release oh. and play these bitches, oh. but uh, since we're friends with Tony, he was kind enough to bring it over to our wonderful apartment, and we all played Ghostbusters before it even released, and it was pretty fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Another question, awesome. Tony, were you actually allowed to do that, or were you just doing it? No, we are allowed to do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his story and he's sticking to it. That's right. It's, it's what I'm going with. Before we start talking about the actual gameplay, I actually have a fun note about this one as well. Um, so we all know they, they got the original actors to, to voice the game, right? The Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd... Ramus, all of them. I think everybody, all the original voice actors that come to this game. Well, Bill Murray, yeah. in typical Bill Murray fashion, actually did a lot to help this game along the way and uh, through his set of demands, because he always has demands whenever he makes a movie or does anything. And uh, one of his demands was that he, was that, uh, in order to keep it feeling like the old movies did, he demanded that every single one of the voice actors of the original Ghostbusters had the exact same amount of screen time. <laughs> That, yeah. and that kept it that, and that kept the whole thing from just being Bill Murray that's awesome yep Bill Murray is a true OG yep <laughs> I love Bill Murray dude who doesn't love Bill Murray uh but I didn't play it much um definitely oh, I, didn't beat it uh, I beat it <laughs> so okay sorry okay. you go ahead you go ahead you go ahead you go ahead sir I'm sorry no, I'm. Just, I, I was just no, saying, you know, if, if if you guys have things to talk about, I don't have much to talk about on this game. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Next Tell game. Me, you want to go ahead? Oh, you want to go? Oh, we haven't even talked about the game yet. <laughs> but, uh, 
But uh, no, yeah, it was really fun, man. Uh, like the, the proton packs felt like proton packs. Getting to capture the ghosts was actually really a, a really fun mini game. Every time it popped up, it was just it was a blast. Down to the crazy ass world you went to at the end of the game that was just covered in slime and goo and ectoplasm everywhere. The whole thing was fun. It was the perfect successor to that movie series. It was great. Uh, that, that's all I got. Alrighty then. We'll move on to the next one, which is a, a really great one that I loved a lot. Is Matrix Path of Neo. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, I feel like this is a really underrated game. Um, yep. It came out kind of low-key under the radar. It wasn't super based off the movie. It was kind of a Neo side story. But it was so fun like just hordes of dudes coming at you and you just kung fu and the shit out of them all types of weapons you can pick up all types of different uh skills and abilities and slow time type shit mm-hmm. and just being neo and whooping ass all throughout this game and it was i just remember it being a blast all all the way through Oh yeah, man. Uh, the, the, the combat totally felt like the Matrix. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you, my two favorite scenes from that whole game was uh, <laughs> like the first one was like when you're Neo and you're in training and you're in that black and white world and you're in the in like like feudal Japan. You're like in the samurai kimono and you get all the samurai weapons. And God, that part. Was I remember super fun. that. That was super mm-hmm. fun. And then the, uh, whenever you got to the end and you're supposed to have your final showdown with Agent Smith and the thing popped in there and said that the final uh, battle from the movie wouldn't really work so they just the game literally told you that the final battle from the movie wasn't climactic enough and so they had you fight a giant Agent Smith composed of millions of Agent Smiths (laughs) 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 and you're like flying around that was another fun aspect of it, man. They they didn't take themselves too seriously, and they just made a fun game. Yeah. And that's lacking nowadays a lot of the times. That is yep. very true. But it was a blast. It was a blast all the way through. If you ever seen it, wondered about it, thought about it, didn't get it, like, trust me, it's fun. It'll entertain you. It's definitely worth a playthrough. Absolutely. And then uh, after... Neo here. We have uh, one of Tony's personal suggestions is the old school Batman game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I will go ahead and admit straight up, I do not remember these guys. I probably played them at some point. Blasphemer. Don't remember. Way too, way too long ago. Don't remember. <laughs> couldn't even begin to talk about it. So I'll let y'all have that one. Tony, take it away, big man. Alrighty then. So, the Batman series, if you guys don't know, was one of the most fun superhero games back in the day to play, especially as a side scroller. Um, this was before Spider Man. You know, we all love Spider Man, Maximum Carnage, best, best Spider Man. Uh, but <laughs> it, it was one of the funnest games out there to play because, you, you know, you played through the story of Batman, the first, you know, Batman 1 and 2. Um, and you got to, you know, get a feel of what it meant to be Batman. You know, it, even though it was a side scroller, but the fact that you got to, you know, embark in this Batman like story mode was just fun to me. It was it was nostalgic, you know, something just to to indulge in, especially if you're a fan of a superhero or anything like that. So it was fun. It was a lot of fun for me. 
I don't know about the rest of these guys, but I definitely enjoyed every moment of that man series and being able to see the scenes from the movie in the game was awesome. So that's my take on it. What about you guys? Uh, I loved them all. I didn't. Uh, the main two I played was Batman on the NES and Batman Returns on the Sega Genesis. But uh, funny note, um, one thing I, I just it cracked me up when I was a kid. It cracks me up to this day. Um, and the Batman on the on uh, NES, the one based on the '89 Burton film, uh, you had all these different weapons you could get. One of which was a pistol that shot missiles, which was just insane for Batman <laughs> to have. And um, <laughs> Another one of these giant bladed shurikens that would just wipe out everything in your path because Batman's just a murderer in this game. But the funniest thing, the funniest thing was, um, like, aside from all your weapons, like, it, it would tell you whatever, whatever weapon you had selected, the game would tell you what weapon it was. It would actually name the weapon on the screen and how much ammo you had. And uh, if you were just going to punch your enemies, it just said Batman. Like, Batman was your <laughs> weapon. So you were just people. <laughs> That's the only way to beat people is by Batman and them. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't play it, so I don't really have an opinion on that one. Or I might have played it, and I don't remember. It was so long ago. Uh, but I love Batman. I'm actually wearing a Batman shirt right now. Um, love Batman. Favorite hero. Uh, but I, I don't have anything to say on this game. That's a topic for another time, you son of a bitch. Get anyway, off Bruce Wayne's uh, dick. <laughs> um, moving on to another game that's definitely uh, pro Justin and pro Tony and definitely not my expertise would be Dragon Ball Z all these damn Dragon Ball Z games go ahead I seem to remember uh, seem to remember the Dragon Ball Tenkaichi games and uh, Tenkaichi games excuse me and being undefeated that was me undefeated <laughs> nobody touched my piccolo first of all you ain't seen me. Second of all, I'll be seeing you very soon about that, and we can get that squared. Matter of fact, we can make a podcast about that, and we can settle that. Because uh, I believe I'm <laughs> the best in Tinkaichi. Oh, man, you are talking I will some bad shit right I will now. destroy you in some Tinkaichi. Yeah. No, no, okay. Here's the thing, okay? You want to do that? You come on up here. I'll be sitting up here in the mountains like Piccolo so I can whoop your ass with Piccolo. You know what? Um, I'll come uh, up there. I'll come uh, up there. Come up there like Cooler and beat beat you down like you ain't nothing. Cooler was a joke. (laughs) Hey. Well, but, um... In all seriousness, we should probably talk mm. about the gameplay before people get tired of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but the one thing about Dragon Ball Z, it, it definitely had its uh, morphs over the years. It went from, you know, the 2D side scroll to the 3D world to the open open world fighting that everybody's used to with the Tenkaichi system. But uh, now we have the Dragon Ball, uh, what is it, Dragon Ball Z Fighters or Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which is back yeah. to the side scroll, but it feels more like a Marvel versus Capcom feel to it now. So it does. Um, go ahead. Uh, it does. Uh, like, uh, like, 
but yeah, I, I uh, speaking of that switch, I don't understand it. Um, I was always a big fan of the Tenkaichi games for this, uh, the simple fact of like it felt like DBZ. You're flying through the air, the camera's behind you. You could lose your enemy and have to you know try to sense their energy, wherever it was they were hiding or where they were, and. Just the way the moves worked, the teleporting around and like knocking people through mountains and stuff, it actually felt like DBZ. Yeah, because you had to work for it. <laughs> and Parnes right here will tell you, because Parnes used to watch me and Johnny destroy each other in this game. And, <laughs> man, dude, like, uh, like I believe Parnes' exact quote was, it was like watching the show, watching us fight. <laughs> <laughs> it really was man like there was so much intense shit and dodging and and fucking what do you call it? instant transmission and blinking over here and blinking over there and then charging up y'all just go i mean a battle between justin and jonathan uh could go on for an extended length of time because they were both just so damn good which uh is another reason why i fucking hated those games actually i didn't hate them you know what uh I was never a big Dragon Ball Z fan. Oh, God, yeah, I know, trust me. Uh, but to me, Dragon Ball Z was this fucking thing that stole my friends away from me for, like, hours <laughs> at a time every fucking whatever day of the week it came on Monday after school. Friday. <laughs> and, and so they'd all, every you know, day. I'd be like, oh, yeah, let's go do it. And they'd be like, Dragon Ball Z's on. I'm like, oh, shit, fuck, all right. So um, these but, uh, games actually are what got me into Dragon Ball Z. Without these fighting games, I would still hate it. I love Dragon Ball Z now. Um, I love the story. I love all the characters. The fighting games uh, got me into it because it actually immersed me in the world and how awesome and the powerful and the stuff. And um, I like watching the movies. Still not a big fan of the show because there's too much fucking lull in between um, actual action. But... The game was really fun for me. It was just pointless for me to pick up the controller when playing against Justin or Jonathan. So, uh, be Before we carry on, I have to go ahead and say something so that Johnny doesn't murder me the next time I talk to him, if he ever listens to this. But, um... Uh, yeah, I mentioned being undefeated. That's uh, that's a lie. Me and Johnny used to both beat each other all the time. But Jonathan has a feat I never accomplished, and I doubt Tony's accomplished it either. But Jonathan actually beat first. all of Tenkaichi. Jonathan Shirley beat Tenkaichi 2 with a Guitar Hero controller. What the fuck? No. <laughs> I could not do that. I definitely I never knew that. Yep. Just had to but give him that shout out. Give him his props. Let's let's give Johnny a shout out for beating Tenkaichi Two with a Guitar Hero guitar. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> oh God! With that shout out, and uh, we're gonna leave on that note. With on to the next game. Uh, this is number nineteen, Die Hard Trilogy, old oh. school. Oh, Where each game uh, was a different type of game. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all it was, on one disc. It was experiencing a different game every chance. Every yeah, time. first person. Yeah, third person. <laughs> <laughs> you had Grand Theft Auto style driving and just running people the hell over. <laughs> it was fun, man. Uh, Arcade it came out like. Top. Get like 20 some odd years after the movies but I mean hey <laughs> <laughs> hey at least uh, it came out with one right it did it did yeah the, the first mm -hmm. Die Hard 
the first movie was done as a third-person shooter. The second one was like a first, was like a first-person shooter, but on rails, kind of like House of the Dead. And then uh, the third game, the third movie was done as a Grand Theft Auto Three style drive-around mm. game and just cause carnage and blow shit up. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was definitely something to enjoy. Three games in one, baby. But uh, but that's all I really have to talk about unless you have something else, Tony. I mean, there was, I remember there was a diehard arcade game that I really enjoyed uh, when I was working at the movie theaters. And um, it, it was just one of those games where it was just over the top, cheesy, you know, pick, being able to pick up rocket launchers and throw it at people. That's a, uh, that's a game in the Statesboro Theater? Uh, it might be. It's an old game. It might be anywhere now. Oh, okay. I, I feel like I remember playing it, but I'm not sure. But it, if it is what I'm thinking of, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, did it have, like, a, a helicopter or something you had to throw shit at? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that game was fun as shit. I remember goofing around on it. That game was too much fun. Just over-the-top fun. Have fun with, you know whoever put quarters in and join up. So, yeah, it was it was a good game. It was a good game all around. All right, all right, all right. Uh, moving to number 20. This is the last game before we unveil what we think is the best movie-based game, and this game is Power Rangers for SNES, man. If you haven't played <laughs> Power Rangers, you don't know what a fighting game is. Power Rangers is awesome, dude. Are we talking about yeah. the side scroll and beat em up, or are we talking about side the side scroll game? beat em up? Okay. Yep, yep, because you started out as like the regular human version of the Ranger, and then whenever yep. the boss would like first encounter you'd morph and it'd do the little theme song. Yep. God, it was so cool. <laughs> yeah. It was fandom. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that game by itself, well, that franchise just like morphed and I, I know that's a pun haha morphed into like <laughs> <laughs> something something that everybody remembers over decades and decades of time Power Rangers is no it will never die <laughs> it will never yep. die that was a Power Ranger for like three years in a row for Halloween like get at me <laughs> <laughs> straight up man Hey, everybody's been oh, a Power Ranger at least once. Yep, yeah, and I like um, I like the three final levels of the game. Uh, not three. Uh, the last two levels of the game, you actually get to play as the Megazord. Oh my god, that was so awesome! <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what that was like. That was like, if we were to compare anything, that was like being Super Saiyan for Gogeta. You just felt <laughs> OP as hell. Like when you got that, and you were just like, "Oh, it is time." You went in. You was just swinging, and <laughs> you wanted to beat the hell out of them. I tell, I tell you, the main drawback the SNES one had, though, you couldn't play as the fucking Green Ranger. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But they did bring out another game later on that let you play them. They did eventually. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, but 
But the genre yeah. was completely different. It was a fighting game when you could play as the Green Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a fighting game you could play as the Green Ranger. They wouldn't let you play it through the, the actual story one. Ah. You had to fight against him. He was the enemy. <laughs> True. Going on to what we think is the best movie-based game that has been made. Hey, on the count of three. One. <laughs> All, everybody together. Everyone together. Okay, okay, okay. One. One. Two. Two. I was counting. Oh my god, you did. <laughs> <laughs> alright, 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 alright. One, One, two, two three. Spider-Man! Spider-Man 2, baby. Um, a lot of people might uh, be like, what the fuck? Or uh, criticize our opinion, and that's fine. You're entitled to your own. But, uh, hands down, we all agree here at Legacy Game that Spider-Man 2... It was so huge. It was open world. It was so many different things. It followed the movie, but in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just one of the all-around best movie-based games that I have ever played. Uh, granted, I know there was Spider-Man 3 and then other ones that I haven't played. Um, I but played all it of them. was just super fun, man. It was, it was so awesome. You were Spider-Man. You were swinging through the streets. You could do anything. There were side missions. There was helping civilians. And then the one thing I remember more than anything else is the also wonderful voice uh actor tutorial type dude um and that was the bruce all amazing bruce, bruce campbell, campbell. Oh, okay. <laughs> i thought you were struggling giving you commentary i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 i knew it big fan bruce campbell give me just 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 a little hop a little <laughs> hop. <laughs> but yeah bruce campbell's awesome uh in that game uh, as your little voice guide. <laughs> and then just the game itself. It's so fun, man. It's endless fun. It's like Spider-Man GTA. You're just swinging around the city of Spider-Man, fucking people up and do whatever you want to do. The first oh, open yeah. world Spider-Man game with full swing ability. Oh, man, and the web slinging. Oh, my God. I, can't, I, can't. I gotta preface this. Um... I'm a, I'm a big time comic book guy. Spider-Man is my favorite fictional character of all time. I have spent more hours of my life reading Spider-Man than I care to admit. And most Spider-Man things that come up in alternative media, whether it be cartoons, movies, whatever, most of the time I freaking hate them. I hate them. But dear God, man, Spider-Man 2, both the movie and the game, were so on point with that damn character. It was mm-hmm. one of the few things that actually managed to leave me smiling. And it was the first time you actually get to experience swinging around as Spider-Man, the way Spider-Man actually swings around. Just, yeah. the, 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 the amount of control it gave you over your web-slinging was insanely fun. Like, you can just do that and do nothing else in the game and have the time of your damn life. It was a... Oh, God, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was super fun. It was super fun. It's one of those games where you could do nothing. You could do nothing but just go swinging around, and it was fun. It was fun to just swing around yeah, the city. Really, yeah. <laughs> Jumping off the tallest and I'm building. Really, really pissed off and upset uh, that the newest Spider-Man, Spider-Man 4, I believe, just came out. And it's on PlayStation only. And let me tell you, I, I, I'm I'm close to just buying a PlayStation specifically Good. so I can play that game. Because it looks absolutely phenomenal. The graphics, the gameplay, everything that I've seen about it looks insane and I really want to experience it. But You know why that um, is, right? I'll have to work on that. 
Do what? You know why it's only on the PlayStation, right? No. Because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course, of course. It's now, <laughs> oh, cool. Spider-Man is now Sony's mascot. That's okay, I'm okay with it. He's my mascot. Um, Travis has a PlayStation 4, PlayStation? so I'll just play it on his PlayStation 4. It's, it's no problem. It's no problem. But yeah, definitely if you haven't checked out Spider-Man 2, uh, go do it. Uh, super awesome. Super amazing. Super fantastic. Yeah, and uh, Before we continue, Tony, I, t- Tony said he I, had something he wanted to mention about Spider-Man and a certain Spider-Man game earlier. Oh, go for it. Go for it. I did? Yeah, you said something about like there was something. <laughs> yes, you did. When we first were recording, you said you said that there was uh, there was something about like a Spider-Man game. But it was the only game that he cussed or something like that that you wanted to mention. Ah, talked. yes. All right. So if you finally listened all the way to the end, the game I was referring to, if you haven't already figured it out, are you ready? I'm gonna prove you wrong. It's called. <laughs> Marvel Nemesis. Okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. I, 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 was, I, I thought you were going to mention something completely different, and I was like, oh, man, I am waiting to pounce on this. Like, okay. <laughs> no, I know my games, trust me. <laughs> Which one, refresh my memory, which one is Marvel Nemesis again? It's, oh, man, it's, we oh, played it. Oh. Is, that, is that the one where you could fight each other? Yes, yep. yes, yes. Oh, God, that's such a great fucking game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And it's the only one where Spider-Man actually cussed in it that I've found out. I remember playing multiplayer, and I would be Magneto, and Justin would be Spider-Man, and we would just throw shit back and forth yeah. at each other, <laughs> never hitting each other. Just like, just <laughs> it was like a father-son game of catch. Yeah. <laughs> that game was great, dude. Yeah. That game was amazing for a Marvel game. Uh. It's not... Uh, specifically a movie based game no, but no. god damn that game was awesome but that game was um, so good and I actually you know I don't know how this missed our list because I, I, I love playing this game I wanted to give an honorable mention to another game mm-hmm. um, it's a movie based game that's not specifically movie based if that makes sense but you'll know what I'm talking about in a second Justin I know you'll remember this because we played it all the fucking time uh, it was on original Xbox and it was the Pirates of the Caribbean game yeah it was it was it was titled after the movie and it was in the movie world, but it wasn't based on the movie story at all. You played a random captain character that you created, but man, you could sail your ships and bombard other ships and shoot them with different types of ammo to do different things and board them and steal their shit. And uh, you could inc- recruit other ships and you could have your little armada and you could. Uh, invade the forts of the different island. There was so much shit to do, and it's so underrated and not recognized, and it was a fun-ass game, dude. Yeah, but you get, like, different swords and guns and stuff, too, and I remember we had that one follower I called Frenchie. Yeah! Frenchie! And it was kind of a, a RPG, too. You leveled up. You got new stats and, and new stuff, and uh, none of that mattered if you encountered the Black Pearl, because it would kill you. Yeah, that's the hell it did. <laughs> Oh, you got four high-level ships, and you've been playing forever? Yeah, we're the Black Pearl. Goodbye. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, I just wanted to throw that one in there because I, I can't believe I forgot about it. And I, I love playing that game. It was such a fun game. So I have never played it. I just wanted it. to make sure we mentioned it. 
Never played. Oh man, it was great. It was fun. It was fun. It's like you know the new Assassin's Creeds with the ship combat and Sea of Thieves. It was like it was like that, but before its time. It yep. was it was super cool. I will say that I will say this. I definitely like the Assassin's Creed Black Flag ship play. I thought that was a beautiful addition to the gameplay. Reason being, no, seriously. Reason being is because, no, hear me out. Hear me out first. Hold on. Hear me out. You got to remember, Assassin's Creed, there's nothing else you can do to make that game any better. You have to look outside of the game fixes of what it's already in. So by them adding in this ship play, well, but hear me out though. By them adding in the ship play, that adds another element to the game itself. So you're not just sitting there jumping from house to house, parkouring all over the place, killing the same dude who with different skin on. So it it just so that is going to lead us down a super tangent, and I would just like to say that stay tuned, and we will definitely do (laughs) a Assassin's Creed episode, (laughs) because that's a lot of games. Yeah, that that is a lot. That is a lot. But while we're still on this recording, let let, let me rebuke his statement just one time. Okay. All right. (laughs) What you could do to make, Uh you know, a better Assassin's Creed game is is that when you go to make the new one, Make a good game. <laughs> Damn. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. But hold on, no. hold on, hold on. When was the last Assassin's Creed game you played, though? Uh, the yeah. last one I played was Black Flag. Okay, see, oh, you're, so you're, you're, you're behind. behind the times, yeah, you're behind. I'm behind the times on talking about the exact game that we, that we just talked about? No. Oh, okay, okay. A lot. You didn't think Black Flag was good? I did not like Black Flag, no. Uh, okay, huh. okay. Okay. I thought it was better than I'm indifferent. Um, <laughs> I played a couple Assassin. You know what? No, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. This is another episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will talk about Assassin's Creed another time. Um, most definitely, it's one of those series that we have to recognize. So, um, I think that's a wrap for our movie based games we covered everything we want to talk about we talked about our number one game spider-man 2 um so yeah i think we're done here on today's show thanks thanks for logging (laughs) yeah man uh we hope you enjoyed it we hope that uh you take our suggestions or maybe uh go back and play some of these awesome games that you might have missed out on and if you think that we missed a great movie-based game and you would like to bring it to our attention and have us mention it at another time, feel free to email us. Let us know. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com. We love input. We would love to respond to everybody. So let us know what you think. Um, and thank you for listening. Thank you for following us. Thank you for your support and everything that you guys give. And we will hit you back on another episode. Thank you for logging on. No, log out.